Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. We're back. Salt Lake City here. Ooh. God, uh, Salt Lake to be in Salt Lake City. I know. I was having flashbacks to our just scootering there. Gorgeous trip. Scootering all around. Taking a bike. when Almost getting sucked into Mormonism. Me. You. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, the genealogy library. I want to like look up my genes, not fully realizing that it's a they want, scam they're library. You. They're sucking you in. And then taking those bikes, thinking they were electronic. We didn't have to pedal. And then suddenly being like, oh, we're at high altitude and I'm a, and I'm a smoker. Mm-hmm. And I was like. <gasps> and I was like, I'm wearing jeans and I'm sweating in them, which is my least favorite activity. But it was crisp. It was gorgeous. We had some was gorgeous meals. It was warm in the day. It was nice. It was a good temperature. And then we stayed at Little American. The Little American. We ate at Toscana, which was but their lasagna one. And then Ruth's Chris was really the tour. Ruth's de Chris was honestly, I have thought about that meal. It slayed. It slayed, and on that's a great fucking brand. You were you were drifting into like hunger fugue where you were like getting I was getting a little tooty. You were getting a little prickly. And so and then as soon as you sat down, your eyes came to life and you were like, give me that steak. I'm ruled by hunger. And then Chicago, of course. Gorgeous. Recently, (laughs) Simon and I watched the Divergent series. I need to watch that. It's Chicago. It's Chicago dystopia. Chicago dystopia. Chicago is walled off. Kate Winslet rules the city with an iron fist. I love. And And Shailene Woodley. Her name is Janine. Okay. It's a... And that's that oddly, fucking guy, Theo James, who's like the hottest guy. So hot. He's in the new White Lotus. Oh, good. Which I saw the trailer for, and I'm like. It's a dicey proposition because. You, how do you recreate that? I know. I trust Mike White. Implicitly. I trust Mike White, too, because I think he's so funny. And like, if people let him do what he wants to yeah. do, it always serves. I trust him. Yeah. But I am I saw the trailer, and I was like, holding my breath, because I just want. I. You know, it's going to be so hard. You have hard. to release expectation. With Theo's in it, Aubrey Plaza has some. 
Michael Imperioli's in yeah. it. Oh, God. My fucking Buddhist king. Um. Anyway, but... Uh, Divergent. Divergent. <laughs> Miss Shailene Woodley's in it. Shay. She rocks that harrowing pixie cut that all the girlies were doing in like 2013. Like J-Law. J-Law actually in her Vogue questions was like, that was, I regret that. What do you regret the most? When she was like that look, I could have told you she would answer like that. And she said, and I I warn everyone to just don't do it. If you're thinking about doing it, don't do it. I've never once thought about doing that because I absolutely know the outcome. But Kaylee Cuoco did it. All the girls have done it. Someone needs to launch an investigation into the hairdressers that do this to their clients. J-Laws was somehow the most harrowing. I I will never forget the photo of her on the private jet when she was like, she's like, I did a thing. Or it was like her shocking reveal. And I think it's a single tear rolled down my face. But I have to say Shailene rocked it. She was meant for that. She has that. Fa- she has. The She's fa- a little bit of a lesbian, and uh-huh. I think you have to be somewhat gay. And J Law strikes me as like very straight. Yeah, I think that an if ally you- for sure. But, yeah, but but straight. And she'll probably be the first one to tell you that. But Shailene has like a little bit of granola gay energy in her, which yeah. you can absolutely rock that cut. Which now I'm starting to think like maybe I could rock it. You could. <laughs> My, you're either gonna rock it or look like a woman playing Peter Pan. Or it will Pan. rock you. Yeah. I think also Shailene. Yeah, she's grunchy. She's grunchy. She's crunchy. <laughs> she's engaged to Aaron Johnson, so like that makes her even gayer. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. They're back together. I thought they broke up again. I think they got back together low key. So that makes her even gayer because. Yeah. Wow. Okay, Carrie just told me a thing or two. Anyway, but, but it's Shailene, making it. Let's just say it's making me understand my own gaydar because once again, you have great gaydar with women. You yeah, have I have terrible, incredible gaydar with women. Maybe that's the sign of a true lesbian. It's surprising to me because you are truly most of your friends are gay men, so it's just surprising to me. But I'm nothing. Anytime I'm truly, but that makes you a time and time again. You, I'm convinced that a man is straight based on my feelings of like lust and attraction. And then why do you think it's, do you think it's without fail? Do you think it's just cause it's like, they're just fun and like, you feel like kindred with them. Or you're just the only common denominator is that they're gay, but they could be like a tall gay, a short gay. Like, no, I know. But like, what's the, like, what, what do you, have you like unpacked that? I need to unpack it. Not, I'm, I think it's normal. I'm just like wondering. Makes sense. It's just something about maybe it's just my feeling. You don't have to, you don't have to say it on air. No, I'm not uncomfortable. I'm just, I haven't actually thought about it like critically before. I've just accepted it as like my fate. I, I accept you for ha- who you are and I, and I don't question it. But right now I'm like, I'm just curious. No, and I uh, hear your curiosity and, I too am curious. I'm not like weirded out at all. Okay. Don't don't worry. No, I I don't. I mean, everyone's journey in therapy is private. No, I'm. I think that like I am around, and have chosen to be around gay men so much because it they feel really safe. So it's like you can have an intimate relationship with a man, but they're not. Like they're safe. 
yeah, they're not like gonna sexually assault you ever or or, pre- you. or pressure you to have sex. Right. They might kill you, and yeah, they, they might will. Kill you. And I've like been through emotional terrorism at the hands of many a gay man, but like they'll kill you spiritually. Yeah. So that's but they're safe from like a sexual intimacy standpoint and just like an intimacy like almost like a familial right. sibling kind of intimacy standpoint but i think my based on that my dream is to like make a gay man fall in love with me so maybe i'm it's like if i met a gay man but then we just like fucking clicked and then he was like you know what i'm gay as all hell but for you I want to be your husband and like we can fuck. And I would be like, this is a, this is so it's a sort dream of, come true. So it's kind of like a, not in a bad like, way, but like a, some, self, a selfish sort of like, I want, it's like I can change There have been him. some gay guys like that I've had crushes on, but it's like, it's never going to happen. So right. there's like a bit of like having to get over that yeah. hump or whatever. But then I think, but I don't, I don't know. It's something about like a guy's like demeanor and his face and his eyes that I'm like, I just like love him. And like, I'm so attracted to him. And then every single time they're gay. It's just it's and then it's funny. I'm just fascinated because like you have you nail women being gay. I can literally pick up on lesbian vibes. Like I understand when they're happening and have like a very solid read on it. But like with men, it's just, it's just, I have no idea. And it's, but that makes you, that actually makes you more of a, a gay icon. Cause you're, you're kind of like oblivious to it. Truly <laughs> never trust me. And I, I actually trust you more because you are like not seeking it out. They just come, it just come, like we come to you. Mm-hmm. It's a mutually beneficial. Mm-hmm arrangement but yeah i think i did just uncover like a new like a new desire which is like the ultimate fantasy maybe i need to write like a 50 shades of gray book you series do. but about a the one girl who can get the honest gay man you would you like, would galvanize truly never you would galvanize like i'm sure there's a lot of women who share that uh, I, yeah, I'm probably like ninety <laughs> percent of women would love for that to happen. But I think there is a sense of like, it's like that's just the polar op. That's the gay version of what I seek out in like traditionally in straight partners. It's right. like someone that's like fucked up or has problems that I'm like, for me, they will change and like they will. We can make it work and blah blah blah. But yeah. that's just like the opposite thing. Which is like they pref- they are only attracted to men, <laughs> but for me they they'll throw they, them they'll th- they'll throw in their gay towel and say I'm a one woman kind of guy. Let I'm me in there. Woman Let me in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm there's sure got to be a happy meet somewhere in the middle. Is be. like that is the sweet spot. Or you could go the Shailene route. Mm-hmm. And just like get a pixie cut, get a pixie cut, make everyone really uncomfortable <laughs> with my John K plus eight pixie anyway, cut hairstyle, and just and see what NFL player see, comes and knocks. Yeah, what you could probably maybe that's the key. Mm-hmm. 
getting a Peter Pan haircut. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. I have breaking news for all the men out there who are looking for a little cup support. Finally, Me Undies is unveiling their latest gifts to help men feel big the contoured pouch and ball caddy. This micromodal sling keeps things separated and lifted. Nine out of 10 women swear this sophisticated brief technology will make you look huge. And that's all that matters, right? I personally have not tried the contoured pouch and ball caddy, but I do have a pair of high-cut, high-waisted undies, and I'm obsessed with the material. I love to sleep in full-coverage underwear, and these are so soft. They're comfortable. They're also flattering. They don't cut in weird to my hips or waist, and I'm positive that based on my experience with undies, the men who decide to go down a contoured pouch and ball caddy road are also going to be singing MeUndies praises. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes XS to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. They use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. Not happy with your first pair of undies? It's on MeUndies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com sexy. That's MeUndies.com sexy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. 
Best of all, the Canopy Filtered Showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy Filtered Showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Anyway, in Divergent, she it's a crazy tale of Chicago dystopia. <laughs> uh, it's like buildings falling over, but people jumping across them as they fall. It's right? about a group of incredibly hot teenagers who are actually 26, and they parkour around dystopian Chicago, which has been siloed off from the real world that's been devastated by nuclear war. And they're all split into factions that are like adjectives mm-hmm. and, or, or action. It's like, I don't even want to get into it, but basically it's like erudite, candor, uh, amity, you know, and it's like all these, and then it's Kate Winslet's like ruling them. So it's like the Hunger Games. Kind of, but it's like, it's like the thinking teens Hunger Game. What do they have to do? They just like parkour, jump off trains and climb. What's the conflict? Is there war? Like, what are they like? The conflict is that there's, there's one there's one person in the population or there's if there's people who f- don't fit into any faction and they're called and they encompass all of them and they're called divergent and Shailene is and they're just rebels and as you'd guess it Shailene is a divergent mm-hmm. yeah they're just like they don't fit into the system so they're seen as enemies of the state and they must be eradicated wow so they're just on the run well she at, she tries to be one faction but she just can't because she's so She's just so, she's kind of like a Mary Sue type. Like she's just. She's ODD. She's just so, she just breaks the mold every she single goes, time. She I'm so crazy. I'm so crazy. And Zoe Kravitz is in it like pre. Wow. All her like. Pre chin filler. <laughs> <laughs> and buckle fat, remo- buckle fat remover. Wow. And she's rocking a, everyone's haircuts in this movie is, needs to be like. I remember thinking like, God. Zoe Kravitz this- is wearing like, sorry to interrupt you. She's wearing like a bob that's just like. And her, she looks so young mm-hmm. and just like so different than she does now. Like she transformed into like sex symbol, like Catwoman. I'm always so curious as how as to how like beautiful women become like bony supermodel face over time. If it's a combination of filler and surgery, or if it's just like drastic weight loss and buckle fat removal, or like. What is a combination? Because somehow women will go from like normal levels of facial fat to being like sculpted to the gods. They're like chiseled. Women. Someone spill the tea. I have to say. I think it's surgery. I think so too. I have to say that I'm proud of Grimes for just being straight up about getting. What did she say? She got like a facelift. Did she talk about it? Yeah. She tweeted a photo that was like i did something crazy with like all those bandages oh and then she premiered her new face i think you you were like me waiting oh was that was that that's like her after having plastic surgery she like good night mommied yeah she went she and just fully was like yeah i did this damn which is fucking cool did she need it 
She just wanted it. Yeah. You just get, when you want plastic surgery and you're rich, you then get it. Damn, but she can get like supernatural plastic surgery. Yeah, I think that's what she did to like look kind of more alien-like. Yeah. It's I, crazy. I, I'm just like astounded. Like, I think she got this guy, Dr. Cow, to do it, who's like known for his like ponytail lifts that cost $100,000. Ponytail lifts? Ponytail oh, lifts. Oh, the ponytail lift. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of doctors, I'm fascinated by Giselle and Tom Brady officially filing. They officially yeah, filed? They filed divorce papers. When? This week. Today? TMZ. No, like two days ago. Really? It's not officially confirmed, but TMZ is reporting they, it. So that means they hired lawyers. Yeah, they, or hired they divorce looked lawyers. into lawyers. Yeah. Allegedly. And they haven't filed yet. She went to go see a shaman in Miami. Doctor, I looked her up. Her name is Dr. Iwa. She's from Poland. And she's. She looks cool. I went on her Instagram. How is it? It's a little dark. She's like a little like burner. Like. I think you have to be a burner if you're a shaman. She's I like think white you have shaman to... energy, but like she's, I guess, but she, I think is part of Giselle's because don't they have like an insane diet? Like she has him like restricted completely and he can't eat like anything. And I think they both were on a diet of like anti-inflammatory diets, like no nightshades and like. What's a nightshade? Nightshades are like eggplants, uh, oh. tomatoes. It's like a certain thing with a skin like that or like i want to maybe pectins is some sort of thing in those that like are apparently very hard to digest so like in italian food like true italian food they will boil tomatoes and then de-seed and de-skin mm. them and peel them and yeah. then they those are what they use in like sauces so that's why people don't have like a lot of gastric issues but sometimes nightshades can cause like a lot of gastric inflammatory issues mm. But they uh, they were on like longevity, like high performance, like athlete diets together, I think, because she's like the world's biggest supermodel. And he's like the world's biggest football player. It's so weird. And their kids like don't eat anything that's not. Well, I mean, that's like rich people stuff. I would do that if I was like, like wealthy. But is she so we think she's going like full like black swan. It's my turn. I just think maybe their union has come to an end and I'm excited to see who she dates next. I know. I just need to know more about this. I want to know more about this. I think it's very important to secure securing your shaman is now more than ever of the utmost importance. And this episode of Rolsick made me realize like I need to get my shaman shit together as the world collapses slowly i think so and as we're all on our own healing journeys it's like important to have someone that can like just do the energy work with you i would like to do some i, I want to have like one full like not obviously like i can't do like ayahuasca or anything but i want to have some full like you could do a cacao ceremony yeah or just like give in to like something very woo woo especially living in la like i haven't really fully done that so i'm like I full. I just want to like do it and just have one. Even if I can just say I did it once and like I don't fully believe in it. If it's like a person like Doctor Ewa, who's mm -hmm. Giselle's Polish, where it's like someone I want. It, I want it to just be. I just want to give in to the ruse. That's the one good thing 
about LA is that I think there's a lot of shamans out here. There's witches. I believe in like witch. I believe in like that. Like I believe I believe people are. It's only in. gonna do so. It's only gonna <laughs> help you if you believe in it, though. If you do it just as like this is bullshit, you're not. What you put into it is also what you get out of it. Well, when of did you start really like believe like because you? It seems like you. It seems like you're like partially sus of that stuff but like you mostly believe in it or like you're not even you're open to it well i think i going to boarding school in northern california made me more open to it because every because they were doing like a lot of really weird kooky like um abuse (laughs) (laughs) shades of abuse vibes but then also therapeutic workshops and stuff so it's like a lot of imagining guided meditations and there was just like there were just like kookier people up there like I got exposed to like women that did like sound bowl stuff and like playing whimsical harps and like meditating and crystals because it's close to Mount Shasta so it's like I was always curious about that Mm -hmm. and I like therapy but then I also like like mystical shit and I believe in like energy and mm-hmm. um energy healing and like psychic abilities and whatnot so i like like a mixture of the two but i think getting exposed to that in like high school was essential for me to grow yeah. that i'm just like there's like none of that in the northeast no like it's not like in the it's not in the air or in the zeitgeist of like there certainly isn't any of that in Oklahoma. So yeah, I'm like and I believe in like I believe in ghosts and like UFOs, but I'm for some reason like celebrity shaman people I just don't buy. But I'm like I wanna have just one moment where like they had on this episode where I'm just like crying or like throwing up or something and being like <laughs> Yeah. I mean, what she's doing is not super groundbreaking. Like, I think that's a lot of it, too, where you expect it to be like a mystical, like psychedelic, life changing thing. But what she's kind of doing is like what we would do in these workshops in high school where it's like you're imagining things. She leads you on a guided meditation and then you're like just you're letting out feelings. That's Mm -hmm. just called like healthy emotional processing techniques or Mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. It's just I'm, like crying is good for you. No, I love crying and I love like I want to have like just once I want to have like a midsummer like cry session like the the ladies and the Yeah. with flow do. I want to do ayahuasca but I'm also terrified. Simon did it and had a bad experience. I think it would be easy to have a bad experience but it's also the surroundings sounded god awful. Yeah, he was in like. Didn't someone just scream the entire time? Yeah, he was like, in like that's Topanga, like, I think, or like. I'm like, you're gonna need to kill them, <laughs> to like my shaman guys. To not, I'd be like, you gotta shut them up. But yeah, I think it's I. I don't know. I but then I know people who've like been completely forever changed by it and swear by it. It so like, seems like very cool if it goes well, yeah. and then incredibly dark if it is going poorly. I just want it to go well. Like yeah. I want to touch. I want to touch the other side. 
but I don't. It's like I'm afraid I would just go Never to hell. Back. No, I'm afraid I would exist in a hell for like eight hours and then come back and be like, what the fuck? And not ever be the same. I maybe would get back to the sameness, but I don't want to just like live in hell for eight hours. You might. I'm like, what are the depths of my own like shadow? I feel like I know those pretty well, though. I don't think anything would. I guess I worry about something incredibly dark sided being revealed to me that I had no idea actually existed in my psyche or like energetic makeup and then being like horrified at myself. Like I discover I'm like Jeffrey Dahmer or something. Oh no. But I think that it would actually be like fine because I know myself very well. So it's not like I I feel pretty like connected to myself. Yeah. Like I have a level of self-awareness where like. Yeah. I think and I think that's probably you're probably the right candidate to go into it because you are in touch with yourself. Mm -hmm. But I mean, podcasters maybe in general are more likely to have a good ayahuasca trip because they're used to just like talking about themselves. Do you talk a lot on ayahuasca? Or no, but like they're in touch with like... I'd say not all podcasters are like... No, not all. I mean, we maybe... I'd say like we are... We would be good at it. I'm, But I can't. It's just something I, I have to... Yeah. Did they ever invent like a sober ayahuasca? I guess well, some sober people think of ayahuasca. No, yeah, but for my plant medicine. For my recovery, it's just not in the cards. I did like crazy plant medicine a couple weeks ago. What's I did plant this medicine. Plant medicine is like it's like along the lines of like ayahuasca. I had I there's a friend of mine who's like a very um, accomplished like personal trainer and like wellness right. coach advisor guy. And he. Oh, you told me about him. Yeah. Is yeah. really into this thing called hape that you sometimes take before an ayahuasca trip. That's like oh. supposed to be like really grounding yeah. and like present and you like sniff it, but you can't like rail it because you can't have a drip because it will literally make you like vom. But it just like grounds you in the present moment. I did some of that with him. Before the concert? No, just uh, in the day before I went and recorded a podcast. Was it fun? It was fine. It was like you you just feel. No, you don't get like high. You just feel like grounded. You feel it would be good for meditation. I think it's used a lot in like meditation. I feel grounded when I take my Boost Bar, my Lexapro and my Propecia. Yeah. That's my ayahuasca. I'm I'm rocketed to the next dimension when I take my <laughs> when I take my hymns. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, are hymns? I'm waiting. Prescription only. Yeah. Interesting. It's not generic. Are hers prescription? I think so. Are hymns and hers the same? I think yeah. Hymns is like I was just get emails at like eight in the morning. It's like ready to get your fuck on by this cock ring. Hymns emails you? Yeah. Oh, they do. Well, they 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 prescribe like Viagra. Oh, because if you're what else do they prescribe? Uh, retinol. They they're just covering head to toe. Yeah, all wellness. So hymns is like whatever you need. Go to hymns, and we'll give you the Mm -hmm. rundown. Yeah, you can get like Viagra. You can get Propecia's. Oh, I think. It's like a sex and wellness body rejuvenation for men. Is hers the same company as him's? 
I don't, I think so. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like they're the same parent company. I'm so confused by them. I love hymns. You're a hymns head. I'm a total hymns head. So, hymns sponsor the pod. Actually, you don't even need to because we just did like a full commercial for I, free. I have to say that like I have been reached out to by many gay that say, like, when is Propecia buying? No, an I've ad? been like have asked me about it. Like I heard you talking about it. I heard you, or like, and I've also been reached out by like women being like, I want to get my boyfriend or husband on it. Like, what do you think? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's something that. I'm tapping into something and I feel I feel like I've this is the time and it's not even that radical but it's like we all need to be honest like men go bald men lose their hair hairlines recede hair thins like let's just and everyone I know is on Propecia yeah like every guy I know the gay especially cocktail prep and straight Propecia. too mm-hmm. and every L yeah the gay co- I'm not on prep right now but the gay cocktail is prep Propecia and some kind of SSRI Mm-hmm. but straight maybe add a little vivance to the mix and then you've got like you've got it all mm-hmm. but straight guys are on Propecia too it's like there's nothing wrong with admitting that everyone needs a little help with their hair and it's like I think we should just all be more honest about it yeah it's a bummer it sucks because then you're like in that's the, like that like is like trenches. men have a really good and the one thing that sucks is like they might go bald you yeah. really don't know. But you don't have to. You don't have to. Do some people, though, they have to go bald, right? I mean, or yeah, is it preventable? I think there's different. I mean, I'm not, I'm saying that generally. I'm saying if you don't have some kind of like pre existing condition or something that can't be treated, like, but I mean, I'm talking, I'm talking about, about like genetically, if like every guy in your family is bald, aren't you going to also just be yeah, bald? But I feel like there's, I mean, again, this is depends on. This is a world I just don't know anything about. This is the one thing I haven't had to worry about yet. Hit me up when menopause happens because I think that's when women's hair starts to thin. Every fucking celebrity guy has hair had plugs. hair plugs, hair transplant, PRP, you know, stem cells, exosomes are probably all on Propecia and probably all on Viagra. That's what I think. And now Ozempic. Ozempic? The diabetes drug. Oh, my God. Literally every single person is on Ozempic. Everyone. When can we go? That's what I'm on. (laughs) It's it's a little Cronenberg. The Ozempic craze has also, it's gotten as far as Oklahoma because I was asking my stepmom because med spas, a lot of med spas will also do hormone panels and hormone stuff for people and that is some and they can like they can prescribe ozepic or like uh semaglutide and i was asking my stepmom and i was like what's the ozempic tea like tell me everything you know and then she gave me the rundown and i learned more but it's people a lot of people are doing everyone like think the kardashians are doing it yes they're they started the craze when kim lost all that weight allegedly that was from Ozempic. Oh, that wasn't like diet. No, I know that, but like that, I didn't know it was like that. Doesn't that feel a little like body horror? Like taking something that's like. I mean, uh, we live in an age of we lived in an age of body horror for. No, years I know, but now. like that specifically feels so like there's something. I don't know. It's like like her and Chloe. That's like what they've taken to get like really Chloe. thin. Chloe. 
<laughs> Speaking of, I mean, I don't, we we need to get into this episode. Yeah, we've already done our type. Speaking of, yeah, I'm sure. I wonder if these women have looked into Ozempic. I'm sure they're on it as we speak. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to the Ozempic Hour. <laughs> Sexy, unique, unique Ozempic podcast. Salty Utah, Utah Ozempics. Ozempics. By the way, off the, I wasn't like pressing you about like analyzing your babe. I know. Okay, I Don't, just didn't want like, you to feel like on the spot about like. I didn't. I would tell you that. Okay, okay. I literally was fine. Okay. Are I know you, you sure? Were good. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm like one hundred percent. Okay. I was I just curious. Yeah. No, I was okay. One thousand percent. No, I know. Pressed. I know it's just personal for people. No, but I wasn't okay. I was just asking. I know, but you're like the way when you get like anxious about it or like, I'm just asking, I'm like, you're not putting okay. me on the spot. All right. That's I just wanted to make sure you were comfortable. Yeah, I'm fully comfy. Okay, good. Um, I'll tell you if I'm not. Okay. Roll six soundtrack is putting in the work Salem. It's witch house. Mm-hmm. It's like. Goth fully committing to like. Italian goth electro disco. Rolsick is Berghain. Berghain. <laughs> um, Jen is the bouncer at Berghain. Jen's new house is like smack down in the middle of the city. It's like where it's we were. It's shocking to see them have like neighbors. I know. that, And the house is, it's lovely. It looked really nice. But it's like, it's kind of, I feel like it's where we were scootering around. She's in the mix. She's like in the heart of SLC. She's not up in. Wherever the fuck they all live. She has to like interact with people yeah. on a date. Like it's a neighborhood. Can you, be, can you imagine like unloading your groceries and Jen's like, hey. Jen Shaw is like hulking out next yeah. to you. Jen's mom comes over to sit at the dining room table and cry. And Jen says that she and her legal team had a mock trial the day before in order to like just like larp what the trial process will be and this is making me convinced as to why jen pleaded and Mm. just took the plea deal is because she the way she's describing this trial she's like and it's crazy like everyone just says things and you can't be like no that's wrong even though they're lying and it's just like so infuriating and i was like I could see, I'll bet she fucking hulked and has not been able to get through a single mock trial without losing her goddamn mind. She said she stormed out. By the way, she has a giant, this episode is the charcuterie episode. This episode is brought to you by the charcuterie platter. Jen has a keto-friendly charcuterie the size of like a Subaru waiting for her mom. There were three Three heaping charcuterie platters in this episode. It's so... Mm. white hetero for some like it just looks like instagram like christian girl autumn KGP. i think charcuterie platters are no but th- no 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 but this style is very like kjp new england influencer i just did a like for a forthcoming podcast project everyone stay tuned get excited what i've been working on like a podcast project on the side but I did a tight 48 on charcuterie and learned a lot. 
I'm not saying charcuterie is any. No one owns a charcuterie, but like I feel like it is very like the I see influencers kind. like where an entire banquet table is is, is the charcuterie plate, mm-hmm. and that freaks me out. Yeah, and it's like it's more about just like throwing things haphazardly and like decorating it. Yeah, I get what you mean. Jen is furious because people have just been tweeting at her left and right and it showed these tweets that people are writing and i was like this is amazing these are geniuses someone goes like they were like don't even pretend that you're not going to jail one of them was like <laughs> and someone was get her in jail already so i can slide into coach shaw's dms one of them was like she'll be 100 when she gets out <laughs> i was like that is so mean not only but that, but like, to remind us, she probably doesn't want people to know she's 50. She's 50? I think she's close to 50. Holy shit. She looks great. I loved, like, send Jen Shaw to jail already. I'm ready to slide into Coach Shaw's DMs. I am too. He's so hot. I would be, like, devastated by that if I were I Jen. Know. She knows. She knows exactly. I'm, But I'm also like, you're guilty. This is This made me, like, first of all, God bless her mom. Because I would be having like projectile diarrhea if my child was going <laughs> facing a half a century in jail and I was like old. <laughs> I don't know how she's keeping it. She's barely keeping it together. Jen starts crying. She starts threatening suicide. Jen invoking suicide in her teary rant. I was like, that's about enough. I was like, Jen, you scammed. I, I feel for her. I feel for her son. I you feel are for her- experiencing the consequences of your alleged action. This I, is just another step in the process of deciding to run a huge scam on elderly people. I feel terribly. Her son is basically like a baby. He's like 16. Like, I feel awful for him that he's going through this at that age when everything is like. It's really sad. It's, Kids need their mom. They need their mom. So that he's really the only the, mo- the person I feel most bad for is her son. Well, if it's even true son. that he, if that's even true. I also think that Jen. She's whipping us up. Could whip us up into a frenzy. And this is, might be part of her defense tactic or like is to say that like to really lean on the like kids need their moms because they do. And it is traumatic to have your mother yeah. go away. But I would not be surprised if there's was, a little bit of embellishment. Her mom at one point, her mom just covers her face and she goes jen i don't know what to say to you like this is insane like don't kill yourself <laughs> i was like jen you've got to like you're putting everyone through hell she is i was like if this is all true and her family has been like i mean her mom was like we will all get through this together and i'm like family is so important i said to myself in that moment but like i also was just like it's, How does her family not fucking hate her for this? Well, she was bankrolling all of them, I think, with this money. Yeah. It's it's I mean, she always that also I was like, know. I wouldn't I wouldn't have met, she kept mentioning how she pays for every I was like, shut the fuck up. Because like <laughs> they don't their lives are being funded by this. Like, shut up, Jen. I would have been like, shut up. It's fascinating though. The Wild Rose is making a ju- even bigger charcuterie board. She makes she ups the ante and she goes, I'm going to go where you went oval. I'm going to go circular. This is what I'm talking about. Isn't it Christian Girl Autumn a little? Like just like it is having friends over and the entire Lazy Susan is a charcuterie. 
And she is fully, she's a little. It's all about folding the meats all together to like look like yeah. roses, which is sick. She has a little <laughs> midriff on, right? She goes, I finished making a charcuterie board for you, man. <laughs> well, first, Meredith knocks on the door and her dog's barking. She goes, Rocky. I said, Rocky, stay, <laughs> stay. And then Meredith saunters on in. I feel like Meredith is like. Meredith's on Oxy. She's yet again. up when she's she walks relapsed. in. She walks in with sunglasses on. It's like 3 p.m. She walks in like goes, sideways. Don't mind the vadu. <laughs> she like, walks in like this. <laughs> she goes. You know that meme of the the two women like walking in line and they're going like that. Have you seen that? Where they're like tiptoeing through no. the parking lot. Anyway, that's Meredith. She walks in. It's very. She walks in. Whoa. <laughs> she goes. And J- and Whitney goes. Wow. I never thought I'd ever be welcoming you into my home for a charcuterie. And then and then Meredith <laughs> goes. Don't don't say that again. Whitney goes. Would you like a glass of Chardonnay? Yeah. And Meredith goes, My, yeah, I <laughs> certainly would. And she I won't was, take her sunglasses off. I was shocked. She goes, Do you want to sit outside? Uh, yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> I was like, Why not? Said, yeah. Why aren't you taking her into your speakeasy? Yeah, because I, I don't know what, because her kids were home. It was know. a really awkward hang. Until they finally got like a little booze in them and like felt relaxed and cozy. I was like, you guys should not be hanging out. I feel weird right now. It took it was like a two hour drive from Park City to the Wild Rose Manor. And Meredith was in the car just fucked up. (laughs) And then her kids, Whitney's kids, her adorable kids who I'm obsessed with come home. So cute. And Whitney goes, Brooks, (laughs) did you know that Miss Marks has a son named Brooks as well? (laughs) And her son literally stares at Meredith and Meredith goes, He says and he nothing. runs away. He runs away. Meredith cackles to herself. She's treating her like. Do you want to a... sit outside? And they're sitting around one of those like man-made lakes in like a development. I was like, I hate this development, but then they did a thing that I find to be so cozy and soothing, which is to sit around a huge circular outdoor fire pit in Adirondack chairs with furry blankets and, and meats and meats and a chardonnay. And I was like, this is heaven to me. Meredith sits down. She finally takes it. She goes, well, I never never thought I'd be walking into the fire pit. Tell me about the... Whitney goes, oh, would you like the giant blanket? I'll take the little one to wrap around me while you take the big (laughs) one. And Meredith goes, yes. So she takes a giant fur and she's fully like living her like Russian Tsarina Romanov truth and she's just kind of then she feels lux enough to really start talking and they fucking they lay, go they, in they go in on Ms. Barlow to a degree where I'm like you guys are fucked up to say this I'm crying at the montage 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 of people of Lisa Barlow shit talking every single cast member one by one yeah I mean Lisa's a talker. She's a mover and a shaker. I do think that the, not that, honestly, like, here's my thought on, like, the favors gate that they accuse Lisa. They basically, Meredith goes, I've heard that she's soliciting sexual favors to ensure Vita makes it into the bar. And and Whitney's like, do you mean to say that she is having sex with investors? 
because I've heard that too. <laughs> oh, and then Meredith goes, <laughs> she goes, well, well, I don't know. Oh, no, I can't believe you're saying that to me right now because I too have heard the same rumors. I was and like, you guys are savages for this. Also, if she did and she did it consensually, like a true girl boss, that's sex work and sex work is valid. So fuck you both for judging her. If she's doing it consensually. I had a meeting with someone. Right. At Spotify. Or. Wondry. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like. They're like, let's do that. <laughs> they're like, let's make a deal, Shane. And they. And they Shut said. The fuck up. Go. No. Go stand outside. If they said. Or, uh, or Amazon. <laughs> Or Apple. And the, and, I can't let you finish. And they said, we will skyrocket oh, your pot. <laughs> we will ensure. And if all I had to do was fuck someone to ensure that you were willing, sex And you were a willing, consensual. Obviously, that goes without saying. I know. I'm just for the fucking. Don't. Don't. Stop walking things back. Stop. You bow to the haters. Enough. Enough, gay. <laughs> If all I had to do, I'd bow to them. Don't bow to them. There's only one queen here. (laughs) (laughs) If all I had to do, I'm just saying, is suck a little bit of dick or go down on some lady or just have sex. This sex camel, ooh, she'd do it. If that, (laughs) she'd become a stallion. She'd become a desert this horse. This sex camel would take a big <laughs> sip. That's all I'm saying. And then, uh, and that meant this eating, podcast would skyrocket to number one on iTunes. <laughs> Basically, they're like accusing Lisa. That's of, like, cool. To, if you want to do that and you can do and you, that and, and it, it helps, helps your business and you're not ashamed of it, go you off. Absolutely, should do that. That's like an easy they're, way to get what you want. They're being like. Talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, pick, 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 talk a little. They're being like the music man. This is man. the hater parade. This is the hater parade. Small town. They're just right, jealous of Vita Tequila. This is very Vita Tequila on the rise. This is very EJ Global. <laughs> All right, Miss Small Town. All right, Small Town. It's very like mm, I don't, I don't like this judgy. If Lisa Barlow, anyway. So they're like mm, maybe sipping. John Barlow is like loves to be a cuck. I think he is. I think he has extreme cuck energy. He can come over and. Lisa to get with John Barlow. I actually could see you and Lisa like fucking. Yeah. I like feel like that spiritually could work. <laughs> She'd be like, I love that. Let's I do love it. that. Let's oh, have... yes. Right there, Carrie. Oh, love that. Let's talk about it. Should we plan this out? <laughs> Daddy Barlow just waiting in the wings. Whitney has her spiritual healer, which I'm like, I'm sorry, but if your name's Megan, you're not a spiritual healer. You don't need to change your name. Because mm-hmm. isn't her name like Megan or something like yeah. that? So she had a spiritual healing where she says that she connected with Lisa's inner child and then wow, saw Rose. the real Lisa Barrow and I Barlow. And I was like, that's cool. Yeah, I kind of believe that. I see Lisa's inner child. Well, it comes out in this episode. It does, and I and I'm, I'm DT. I love Lisa. I'm here. I'm here for you. She's playing I basketball see. with Jack outside, and it's funny to see Lisa like try to like be like, we do this a lot because it, it doesn't seem. Like, they've never. She goes, 
come they're playing basketball and lisa goes come on and try to take a shot try to get it away from me get the ball he's like she's i'm gonna go for a layup she's like you're so tall now wow he's like six eight he's like we haven't talked in months he's like i don't want to go to college and she's like, what, what do Tell you mean? Tell me about your college plan. What do you see? What do you want to feel? What do you want to do? How are the SATs going? He's like, I don't really care about going to college. I kind of just want to work. And like, he's like, I feel like I'd be richer than if I went to college. His college is kind of a scam. Like, I, I like, don't. I was like, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I was like, don't go. If you truly, if you don't want to go to college, you should not go. You will save so much money. Learn a trade. It, and especially if you want to go to college, if you don't want to go to college, but your parents are offering to pay for it, you still should not go because you're taking that spot from someone that might really want to go to college. You also just don't. You I don't mean, need to go to college anymore. College literally no one. Stupid. College was cool because I learned literally like a trade. Like I am able to. Yeah. Was I was able to writing. start this podcast because of my college training, but it was more like a vocational school, which is great. But like literally. I've never once had to prove to any single person that I graduated from college. I no, could have I mean, lied this entire time. I, I learned I had a good writing. I had a good writing program. I had a great roster of teachers. But yeah, in general, college is like, if you don't want to go, don't fucking go. Jack goes, I don't need it. I goes, already have a company. Fudge, co- fudge college, honestly. And Lisa I was like, goes, Jack, how dare you? I love fudge. Mm-hmm. While Rose pulls up at the pulls out the shard and she's already sniffling. And this is like a very I was like this. I have to say this scene made me extremely uncomfortable because I was like it felt weird to be breaking this on camera to your partner. And I, I think it's good that she's talking about it. And it's something that like many people have endured and experienced but Mm -hmm. i was a little like i was just like surprised that this was when she's choosing to tell her yeah it blurs the line a little bit i was at first i saw i was like wild rose is upset and then she gets into like why she's upset and whitney i literally was like what did diane do now because i thought it was gonna be Oh, her dad. Yeah, her related to her dad. Yeah, we haven't heard anything about her. I know. And then her brother's she been. Oh, sorry. Talked to her brother, and he's been doing EMDR, which she calls EDMR. I know. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, sweet wild rose, sweet rose, rest your head on my shoulder, <laughs> wild rose, and tell me about the EDMR." Her hair, by the way, she has ex- her extensions in. Mm-hmm. Just boop, boop, boop. And her brother has remembered through all this therapy that Whitney was abused as a child. And then she's like putting together that her shaman, Megan, says that she has like a dark history with bathrooms or something. And I was just like, oh, my God, like this is intense. Well, yeah, she says that she because she has said before, I remember when she said it, but she's been like she always says, like, I don't, I've blacked out most of my childhood. And I always thought it was because of. Diane Warren being a drunk or like Mormon trauma, mm-hmm. but it's clearly she endured like some sort sexual, of abuse. Yeah. yeah. And that that's Which like horrible. I feel for her, but it's also I was just like, Whoa. I appreciate her like sharing that yeah. in such like a raw way, because I don't think I could do that in this period. Like I would need to be like a more private about it. But 
she feels maybe it's important and that kind of stuff is like so important to uncover and work through and to talk about it frankly so i commend her for that and i think if anything you can never say that whitney wild rose is not Wild Rose she's putting is put her in shit the work. Out yeah, and I I honestly gained a lot of respect for my Wild Rose because she's she's off her ass and working. It was sad when she's like, "Do you hate me? Are you mad at me?" And he was like, "No." She was like, "Do you still love me?" And he was like, "Yeah, of course." Yeah, he's like, "Literally, like, uh, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me." Damn. Well. Wishing her healing. Healing. Off to Arizona. Job to Scottsdale. To Sharif. And she's like, We're good. I'm planning a garbage trash whore lingerie party. And he's like, Don't do that. She's like, I'm doing it anyways, because no one tells me what to do. So the ladies are heading to Scottsdale for Wild Rose's wild trip of shamanistic healing. She and Lisa Barlow take Alaska Air alone first to beat the rush. And to keep Lisa away from Meredith Marks. <laughs> this trip has Whitney in hat mode and fringe mode. I love when the housewives meet at an airport and it's still dark out. That's always like that's exciting. Their mo. Um, and they get to this that's house be us next week. I know they well, get to this. Alone. It'll be you, <laughs> but you'll get to feel sexy about it. <laughs> uh, they get to this Airbnb. Well, first of all, Whitney's in full country strong mm-hmm. she's wearing she's wearing she her like her stage on. coat yeah she has boots on she is that her hat is on and off Lisa, ha, ha, hi whitney i was uh, shaken by the economy flight of it all i was also like that must have been a kind of a weird flight the two of them together like i feel like lisa's probably like weird to travel with i have to say Imagine being just a bystander on that flight. Imagine like getting on an airplane and you're just on one of those like two and two seats, mm-hmm. like a short flight, a regional flight, a regional airline flight. You're just like boarded your Alaska Airlines, like really NBD, nothing to write home about because you're going to Scottsdale. And then all of a sudden, Whitney Rose and Lisa Barlow get on with a full Bravo camera crew behind them. I would be excited. But I don't you think that Lisa, like, I'm not trying to be like mean, but I feel like she'd be like a little, I'd be, I'd feel like uncomfortable traveling with her because I feel like I wouldn't, she'd be like, yeah, yeah, I love that. I would want Lisa to be grounded in her confidence if we were to hang out one on one. I wouldn't want her to be like, I don't think she's there right now. No, she's, she's been destabilized and I don't like seeing Lisa Barlow not standing in her Queen of Sundance truth. So they arrive at the house and these hostesses that look like they work at Dolls Kill. <laughs> I'm disturbed by this house. It was, I'm sorry. It was a this horrific... This is a, a, a fucking butt ugly house. It was It was like a house. It was a horrific house. And the, the interior, I was like, first of all, they're not... I thought it was going to be like a chic, like, desert kind of compound like out like Sedona style I thought it was going to be akin to the house they stayed in was it Colorado or Wyoming the one that Meredith took a bath in that was like gorgeous this was it was hell they literally clocked it when when Whitney was like it seems as though we have reached Mary Cosby's house and I was like 
Yeah, but Mary's checkpoint checkmate wild rose. But her house even had a little more like style than that. Like in that she had then, that like emerald marble kind of stuff. And then you hear you hear a flashback of Mary going, Women. Women. <laughs> um I'm obsessed with Lisa walking. She goes, Ooh, I like the entry. <laughs> it was a horrific <laughs> home. And they're in the middle of like a, a random neighborhood. I was like, what? I wrote Scottsdale, darken me out. This feels like a drug dealer's house. Mm-hmm. Like a drug lord's weird, like, meth house. I'm weirded out by everyone trying to pretend that Scottsdale is the bee's knees. And then finally, Heather, it's like, let's be honest. Scottsdale is the ugly stepchild of Utah. No one would ever go to Arizona. Arizona sucks. And, like, that's just the that on that. And then Whitney's like, I do not think a Jen Shaw can leave the country. Sorry. And I was like, so then okay. Lisa and Wild Rose. Do you think Jen Shaw's even allowed? To, I don't think she's allowed to get on a plane. So they have to go somewhere drivable. Probably. Because I think J- they drove. Yeah. Like oh, Lisa and Whitney. Yeah. So they have to stay like very regional. That's like if you live in Oklahoma, like this is like going to Dallas. I love that. Um, Lisa and Whitney hit the hot tub and. Get, and they have to like pretend to be chill as there's like Arizona winds whipping at their faces. They're, it like, looks freezing here. So we find out Lisa is the ultimate middle child. She's one of six. Her parents had them when she when they were like 15, I think. Was she the middle? Yeah. Middle oh, wow. of six. When she went to college, when she was 18, her dad was 39. That's crazy. The, imagine she, me having an 18-year-old kid. And he'd already had two kids go through college. So they must have had them. Were they rich? I don't know. They must have had them very young, like teenager. Yeah. So Lisa, she was like, I I was raised by children, raising children. And I had to raise my younger siblings. I was up every day doing their hair, putting their clothes on, making them breakfast. Lisa was born an adult. She came out of the womb. Hi, Lloyd. I want to get in touch with my attorneys. <laughs> hey, I have six attorneys. Can you get them on the line one by one? I'd love to speak with them. It's been a minute. Uh, she goes, Whitney's telling her about like her Discovery. feelings and discoveries. And I love Lisa relating to people is my favorite thing because she is so closed off at times. Wow. She goes, Wow. I mean, I don't necessarily black things out, but I remember things and I feel like, oh, that was stressful for me. <laughs> it's like, mm, not the same doll, but love you. The other ladies finally arrive and Heather walks in and she goes, what's up? Meredith is wearing like a blazer. Meredith's all biz. They get in the house and Whitney goes, thank you for joining me on my journey to heal. Jen goes up to Whitney and clocks her her titties out and she goes i just hello and i was like what if everyone had to motorboat the wild rose when they entered i love that they talk to jen which who i'm pretty sure can just cry on demand well first whitney goes we have a shaman coming and she recommended not drinking and heather goes does she know who we are (laughs) and i was like i was a little like heather shut up let your cousin have this 
I'm loving the girl. I'm starting to be indoctrinated into the cult of SLC and I'm starting to feel about it the way I feel about Beverly Hills where I'm just like, whatever you want, I'm on board. Like that kind of vibe. So then Jen wow. gets the master bedroom out of pity. This would piss me off. Well, this is kind of like her goodbye trip. Sorry, but just because you're going to jail doesn't mean that you just get the master bed. Yeah, I'd be like, put her in the... I'd be like, okay, she can have like the second best room. That would just irritate Whitney me. Whitney should have gotten it. Yeah. The it's her house, rolls. her heating journey. She has Heather come into her room and she, <laughs> she, she relays that she goes, I feel very bad. And Heather goes, why? And she goes, Meredith and I relayed that we'd both heard rumors that Lisa traded sexual favors to ensure Vita's success. And then Heather starts laughing because <laughs> she's like, this is, and she goes, I'm sorry. She goes, who is she? servicing she goes vendors she goes the bartender bartenders <laughs> i was dying at heather and what if everyone gets a little hj i was dying at her like not taking heather or whitney was trying to be so like s- sincere and heather was just like you're crazy whitney gives everyone a gift box and in there there's a card that says be you stay wild wild rose <laughs> <laughs> i think that she listened to the pod and took because we had be we you. had some. Get some BU. When in doubt, be wild like a rose. She's heard us. Meredith gets her glam, <laughs> glam her up for their like shamanistic. Whitney ritual. goes. Everyone now get dressed in boho chic looks. We will meet out on the back. <laughs> it was like, no. Also, they drink cacao, and I'm like, I thought they were gonna again. This it's cold. They're on like a lawn. They're not freezing. They're not on like, I thought they're going to be in some like yummy, like warm Sedona, like warmed. Like maybe I'm just being too like. Like a red clay rock that's been warmed in the sun. They're on like a cold, wet lawn with leaves everywhere. And it's like they're shivering. And I think those are petals. Oh, I thought they were like foliage. No, I think it was a petal. It was wild rose petals. Um. Meredith is late because she's just getting her glam and Seth ugh, he FaceTimes her and he goes what's on the docket and she goes we have a shaman coming the <laughs> <laughs> lowest energy vibe they, and I love it they start and they're all getting into it and Meredith saunters her way down and the only seat neck re- available Lisa's like the odd girl out this season well they first they they all sip the cacao and like comment on it and Lisa goes I've never taken drugs in my life. I'm so boring. I've never even taken Advil. I got my augmentation with nothing. I went in and I got a Diet Coke after. And I was like, Diet Coke is her drug of choice. And to that, I relate. I'm a like, I know she's the odd woman out and everyone hates her, but I've never been more in love with my queen. I feel for her. I feel for her like on the end. Like she's, I think this is like a weird position for her to be in. She's never really been in this position. And no. I think, I think she's like, always been like popular and like kind of in the in the center of everything so this is like hard for her this is a healing and humbling moment the shaman asks everyone what they intend to release like it's like think of something you want to release and like something you want to call in and they get to jen and jen goes i'm releasing my fear of going to trial (laughs) and i'm calling in my innocence and I was like, Jen, that's not how this works. <laughs> Lisa goes, I love, I release, I release 
me going to trial for something I didn't do. And I'm calling in my innocence right now. Lisa also goes, she goes, wow, I suck at this. Um, I guess just healing vibes. Kindness. Kindness. And Meredith walks. friendship. Meredith descends again, like walking <laughs> sideways <laughs> down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And she sits down next to Lisa. And Whitney goes, that is just how it goes when you are late. You do not get to choose where you sit. And the, I was laughing. So the ceremony begins and they all basically just like cry their little eyes out. Like Everyone's weeping. Everyone's weeping except Heather. Heather's like. Like, I hate this. And then the shaman like holds everyone's scalp as they weep. Yeah. And she asked Meredith, like, she was like, for the lady who is late, do you have anything you intend to release? And Meredith goes, yes. Um, I'm not ready to share right now. <laughs> she goes, that's perfectly okay. And then everyone weeps and then all of a sudden they scream. And I was like, what did the neighbors think of this? They're literally, I'm telling you. They're right in the neighborhood. That's why it's weird to me. They're on like a side lawn. There's like an AC unit, like a giant one of the central air units, like right above them. It looks wet. So then. Meredith says she's really triggered and has anxiety. And she goes, it's not my first time working with a shaman, but I um." (laughs) am. She goes, being here. A few days after the anniversary, the first anniversary of my father's death and everything going on where the last time we were all in a place, I was going through that. Plus what I was going, I was like, and then, and she goes, um, she goes, and I just, I don't fully feel safe here. And then Lisa's like in little girl mode and she goes, it's funny. I, I feel like I used to be a safe space for you, Meredith. And it makes me, she goes, you're not my safe space, Lisa. <laughs> Lisa goes, that made me feel bad. Lisa is a little girl. Whitney is psychic. Is Whitney my favorite cast member? Yeah, she's mine. The Wild Rose. The Wild on, Rose. Come on, our pod. Team Wild. Team Whitney Team Rose. Team Whitney Rose. We are wild and we are roses. But she goes, You're not a safe space, Lisa, so stop. And Lisa just goes, Oh, well. Never mind. Never mind. I just. And she just goes inside. Up. Guys, they're being mean to Lisa. I'm sorry, but it is really mean to say someone is sucking and fucking around town to get their tequila sold. Yeah, I feel like... Like, true or not. And they're now going to go into, like, she's sucking and fucking people for, like, Utah jazz courts. Well, now it's like, okay, now you've... There's, There's spilling the tea, and then there's just, like, you're on a witch hunt. Well, now it's like... Okay, now you're equal. In terms of the the damage of what each other said, like this is you're in an environment where people would be very judgy over this mm-hmm. and holier than thou, and like and at the added thing is like she's super Mormon, so like that's not supposed to happen, yeah. right? So she's I'm like Meredith, you've done your damage. Like you said, you you said something as bad as in quotes as what she said about kind you, kind of worse, maybe even worse. So I'm kind of like her and then adding being like, you're not a safe space. I was like, okay, now you're just being mean. You're abusing little girl Lisa. She gets up with her little blanket. You're abusing baby girl Lisa. Baby girl girl Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) Baby girl Lisa. (laughs) (laughs) Mommy. I'm still haunted. Haunted by baby baby girl girl Lisa. I 
Remember Baby, her at the most random time. Usman, go for you. Baby girl, Lisa, wherever you are, I hope that you've gotten the help you so desperately need. I pray for baby girl, I'm Lisa. praying for her <laughs> in that veil. Oh. Her and her, like... <laughs> mommy. Calling his mom, mommy. Mommy. And mommy. Usman. Mommy hated baby girl. And I don't mommy just being like... <laughs> A baby at everything baby girl Lisa said. Well, she had every right to be sus. Well, obviously. <laughs> My God. Wait, is baby girl Lisa ever on another? No, he's not with Bring another. Her back. He's, he's with, with another. Smoky voiced, <laughs> sad woman. Sig lady. <laughs> from so rural Pantel. <laughs> no, from San Diego this time. So then Lisa runs into the house. She's like, I'm so uncomfortable. I don't blame her. And then they whip out another, another charcuterie. Oh, yeah. The, everyone comes one. to dinner and they sit down and Lisa's just like harrowed and they said, Whitney Rose, we see your circular charcuterie and we up you huge rectangle. And then they sat down like the biggest. I was like, also, these women aren't eating this. So this is a charcuterie no, board gone to waste. I would Give fully it to me. eat it. We're on the side being like, <laughs> I'm like, don't mind if I do. <laughs> would you like... Is that Brie? Oh, Meredith, Meredith, would you like a glass of buttery shard? To have, to sit down with the wild rolls herself and Meredith Marks and have a glass, a glass of the buttery shard. Ooh, next to a little fire. Ooh, I go, I'll have three and then tap me out. Call me a little Uber. Next week promises to be a good one. Next week, the women are fighting in their undies and I Heather love and it. Whitney. Right? Yeah. Um, TBD, we're still figuring out the recording schedule for next week because we will be. We will be boots on the ground in New York City. Guys, tickets are on sale where there's a week left, more than a little more than a week. Tickets are going fast, though. So like, get your tickets now. Get your tickets now. Come see be us. Be wild, in, like a rose, and come wild. see us on the stage at the Bowery Ballroom. 10 15, October 15th in New York City. New, New York. York City, New York State. 10108. Stick stickly. Bye. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast.